Alright, ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Coffee Before Art. It is your boy AB. I hope you enjoyed last week. I mean, yeah, last week's episode on the creative process it was really fun to make. Today, though, we've got like a really interesting topic, which is self motivation. Shout out to Annie for suggesting this topic. So I did a little bit of reading of it, and um, like I knew a bit about like motivation in general, just coming from my teaching background when I was at uni. We did um, a course on psychology and how important motivation is to teaching languages, which is what I majored in French and Spanish. So teaching high school kids that. So from from what I already knew, I kind of you know had to brush up on some of the other stuff that's come out recently, some you know theories and all that and. That's what we'll be mainly going through today, but also how motivation applies to like being a creative um, as well. Because if you don't have motivation to be creative, then you're not going to be creative, and some of the reasons why that may be. So before we get anywhere, get going, um, the first thing we have to do is kind of sort of um, define what motivation is, because it it it's something that kind of the, a lot of the research and the papers that have been out, they all have their own sort of theories about it and their own explanation. So it, it, it ends up being a lot more confusing than it actually is. And I think after reading quite a bit, quite a few of them, the main thing that they all seem to refer to is just like that bit of energy that gets you from point A to point B. Now, point A, you know, could be you, you know, just sitting at home waiting to go to the gym. Point B is at the gym, so that in between, that motivate whatever happens to get you from point A to point B to get you to do an action or to do a behavior or to to um to achieve something. That's just motivation. It's that energy in between. Now, obviously, it's really difficult to kind of understand where that energy comes from because sometimes you have it, sometimes you don't. So, when it comes to motivation, there's a few different um sort of like ways to put it and one of the most simpler ones is broken down into two types so there's intrinsic and there's extrinsic intrinsic meaning um, basically that what comes from the inner so just like um, something just not in, sort of um, inspired by your environment so intrinsic is sort of your inner so if you're hungry that's can that can be regarded as like intrinsic because you're hungry you're gonna get your food whereas extrinsic could be like outside environment sort of like having motivation on you so the, the the simple one is like peer pressure so if you you know your mates are telling you to do something don't want to do it and they're like come on come on man you can do it so like that's kind of like an example of like extrinsic motivation because it's coming from your from outside now that's like a really basic way of um putting it down just to keep it simple so we can like get through it now motivation is essentially behavior and that's what a lot of the a lot, of, a lot of the a lot of the concepts and theories pretty much say you know like you're motivated like then you do you, you do behaviors or you action stuff so it has a lot to do with actually completing um, things all right so let's get into this concept or breakdown and it comes from the idea of uh, motivation being a behavior or therefore being like the same thing really so what it says that you need to figure out is or understand about yourself if you're trying to self-motivate or understand this concept so you can kind of use it as a blueprint for when you want to get things done or when you want to get motivated is this sort of breakdown so it says you need to understand how behavior not you understand it but like 
the concept is how does behavior get started is energized is sustained is directed and is topped off so that's pretty much the breakdown for motivation that's what they're giving so it's like a multi multi-layered thing that happens in sequences and for someone to be motivated they kind of have to go through these sort of steps more or less and there's different sort of breakdowns of it as well that other people have done and using different terminology but more or less it just refers to the same idea just using different words or simpler ways of breaking it down so just to go back over it again so we're looking at how behavior gets started is energized is sustained is directed and is topped off so the main one how behavior gets started so Behavior getting started obviously has to do with your reward system. So you're you're wanting to achieve something or you have a goal in mind or you know that if you take this action or this behavior, if you start it now, it's going to pay off at the end. So we're going to use the gym analogy because it's really, really, really simple to apply to this and it makes sense. Um, and then we'll apply it to sort of the creative side of things as the second part of the podcast. So the first one, we're just going to use the gym analogy. So if you are chilling... And you're not feeling yourself and you're like, yo, I want to go to the gym. I want to lose weight. So you're going to be sort of um, motivated to go to the gym because you know that when you go to the gym, at least you hope that you lose weight. So that is like kind of how your behavior has gotten started. So, but the most important thing is that's sometimes the easy part. So it's like the contemplation part where you're thinking about doing it um, and you're wanting to do it and you have a reason why you should do it. Yeah. But if your motivation or your behavior isn't energized then you won't go anywhere and by energized the simplest way to look at it is like so you want to go to the gym all right you get up and you're like oh wait i don't have a car or i don't know how to use the machines at the gym or i don't like this person at the gym or the gym is too far so those things kill the energy to your behavior or to your motivation so if you want to get started get a behavior going you have to also energize it and by energizing it you're going to be able to actually do the action so that's just the first two steps so getting the behavior started then energizing it now some of the things like that i just mentioned that stop you from energizing a, 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 an action or behavior is your skill level of it your ease you know like is there any friction to you um getting that behavior on an ongoing basis so if you, you know, you're like, yep, I want to go to the gym, you get up and you're like, oh damn, I don't have a car or I can't find my car keys, then that might kill your motivation. So you might sit back down and just go, cool, I'm just going to watch another episode of Game of Thrones. <laughs> so, so that's the first two, getting started and then energizing that behavior that's just getting started. Next thing you need to do is sustain it. So sustaining it means like, okay, you made it to the gym, you're in the gym, you're working out. But then you realize, oh shit, like I'm not actually getting any gains from this. Like it's been, you know, maybe two weeks, you know, three weeks, however long you, this stage hits you. You're thinking, I'm not feeling anything. I'm not seeing any differences. I'm not seeing what I was promised. So then what happens is that you're not able to sustain the behavior that you've gotten started and energized because you can't attach yourself to the outcome, which was to lose weight. Now, this is sort of the the where, you know, like a lot of people get to, you know, you start a gym membership or you start a new year new year resolution. Um, you get going, you start doing it for the two weeks, three weeks, whatever it is. And then sooner or later, you kind of give up because you can't sustain 
what you've energized um and some of the things that you know like deter you from sustaining is like the outcome seems a lot harder than you perceived it to be in the first place so it's very important to kind of like in this stage to understand what the outcome really is and understanding how you could achieve it you know so a lot of people relapse you know so if you start a new behavior you're motivated you know you're doing you got your routine or whatever waking up monday at 5 a.m you hit the gym you know you, you you're doing that but it gets to a point where you relapse you're like no i don't really want to get up anymore this doesn't make sense you know so um be aware of how that can happen you can just relapse your old behavior and it doesn't mean that you've completely forgotten about you know why you started it or or you know why you're doing it in the first place it just means that you haven't been able to sustain it you haven't been able to clearly identify how you're going to achieve um the the goal that you set yourself or the, the the reason why you started to get moving so and this point actually leads perfectly into the next one so this one talks about how behavior is directed now there's different ways to sort of interpret this one you know behavior is directed as in like okay i'm gonna i'm gonna set myself some goals and i'm gonna make sure that like every single time i do something that it relates to the goal so if it's losing weight then you're gonna bring it back you're like all right how many how much how many how much weight am i trying to lose so this is where goal setting and understanding the pathway and your reward system which is like that dopamine hit when you take off um something on your list or something like that so if you have goals set in place say you want to lose uh, 20 kilos you break that down over six months or whatever it is and you track yourself every two weeks or every three weeks or every month to see that if you're on track to your goal and what that does is give you a lot of direction and also helps you sustain your motivation or the new behavior that you're hoping to um to to, to um to keep uh doing and the action that you've started so the goal setting what it does is it's you know kind of like you know like kind of keeps you ticking along you've got like all right this is goal one goal two goal three goal four whatever you break those down you got these sub goals so like every day you wake up you're attached to why you started this in the first place and not only are you more connected to it, but you're also able to see whether or not you're going on the right track then you can you know change course which is why um this part how behavior gets directed is important because you need to know when you're off track to come back on track and the best way to do that is to set goals that you think you can achieve within the time period you're giving yourself so it has to be realistic it has to be reasonable and it has to be concise and it has to be direct so that's pretty much relating directly 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 to your behavior because if it's well directed in your behavior uh, if your goals are well directed then your behavior is also going to be well directed and you're more than likely to achieve whatever goal or or, or mindset or uh, you know sort of um action that you're hoping to sustain over a long period of time now you may think by the time you get to this point you're like i've got to sort of understand my goals understand how to sustain my behavior or my motivation understand how to energize it and i will of course understand how to get it going but the thing is you've got to top it off as well and i think this is probably the most important part of um this breakdown system where when you get to all these things you're like all right i've, I've gone up you know i got up i want to go to gym i made it to the gym I'm training, I got my goals, I'm tracking my goals. All right, I'm well directed. I know where I'm going to be at in 6 months. And then you get bored, you know? Like the process that you just set in action that's motivating you is no longer working because you're you're used to the same sort of routine, the same sort of um getting up at this time, doing this exercise, going back at this time. Your brain is kind of switching off on the whole achieving it. Although you're still well aware that you know you want to achieve it, but you're just not getting the same energy coming through. And this is where topping it off 
um, topping off the behavior or the motivation really comes in because what it suggests is that you need to find new challenges and to push yourself to to you know kind of switch it up to um, you know kind of find another way to keep doing the same thing but making it interesting to you um, so this could be you know mentality you know you might just be like you know what this I'm gonna be just brutal on making sure I get this done although I'm bored or whatever but mentality is gonna be strong and I know where I'm getting at and I know what watch each and every action that I do is is going towards this point so you can have a ruthless mentality where you're just gonna stick to it but the the recommended sort of sort of approach is that you switch it up you give yourself new challenges you give yourself new achievements you know that's why like um, six weeks programs and eight week programs like really work well sticking to the gym analogy because people know that they're going to be working out for eight weeks and then they're going to come into this gym at this time of the day do this do this and they're going to be tracked and nutrition everything's going to be on point so they're really feeling it they know that there's the end goal um but say you know someone is doing like a i don't know like a 60 week challenge you know it becomes a little bit harder you know like you really like wonder if all the people that start at the first week are really going to make it at the 60th week you know so the, the chances of that happening are a lot less than um, an, an, an 8 week challenge simply because it's harder to top um, the, the behavior the longer it goes for so the more creative you have to be with how you keep whatever you're doing entertaining enough challenging enough to keep you pushing along and ticking the goals as well because the goals are there they'll really get you going but it's the day-to-day action that you need to really sort of um, find a bit of creativity in to kind of keep you entertained with them and sustaining it overall so that's like the, the 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 really i think like a really nice breakdown to help see which part of your behavior your you know the new behavior that you're trying to do which part you're at you know and all of this goes into motivating yourself um so I'll quickly go over it again. So it speaks about how behavior gets started. You know, so this is just, I want to do something. It's energized. It's like, I want to do something because I am able to. So I can drive to the gym. I know how to use the equipment. And I, the gym person is really nice. It's sustained. So it's kind of like, I know why I'm doing this. Like, I want to lose weight at this time or whatever. I want to do this. So you're keeping, you're keeping the goal really in front of yourself. And this is the time where usually relapse can happen. So you're really kind of triggering you know why you started in the first place um and it's directed so this is the goal setting path where you you understand where you're gonna like uh where your outcome really is gonna be based but you also have like a like a way to track it to keep you really going using that dopamine system to reward you every single time you hit a new new achievement or hit, hit a new goal uh it's topped off so you know this is the part where you you know you challenge yourself with new skills that you're trying to do just pushing yourself a little bit more to to get away from the boredom that may kill your motivation so you know all these goes to help you self-motivate um, and self-sustain and self-direct um, whatever behavior that you're trying to get started therefore maintaining self-motivation now it's important to mention you know to say that like um, not everyone I don't think you know you can always be self-motivated 100% of the time we all have you know different things going on in life and all that so you know there's times where you're not gonna feel it and I think it's important to mention that that's those are those times where you need to realize you know maybe a break will help you not everyone can be 100% all the time yeah so it's important to mention that but this breakdown I think it's really good to help you sort of like guide yourself to see which period you're at now Let's get into the second part of the podcast, which is the challenge for a creative to stay sort of self-motivated. So depending on the, you know, the industry that you're in, if you're a dancer, you're a model, you're a photographer, 
filmmaker, whatever it is, if it requires any creativity or any sort of, um, you know, talent, then you find yourself in a place where you feel like you, you really question why you're doing the creative um, pursuit in the first place. So, you know, photography, for example, when you start, you know, you get going, you get your camera and you realize like, you know what, like this is a lot harder than I thought. Like, first of all, you got an expensive as hell camera. Uh, you're probably broke and you're trying to figure out how to, you know, learn composition, lighting, all the settings that the camera has to do. And then you got to learn how to, you know, shoot people, models or, you know, landscape or whatever. Then you got to learn how to edit. So there's a lot of um, big challenging parts in like a lot of creative endeavors um, that makes it really difficult for a creative sometimes to sustain their drive. You know, we all got, we start something, you know, we all get a camera, then we like get bored of it or we don't, you know, we, we, we stop using it. And a lot of the time, if we go back to that breakdown, it's because, you know, that um, that behavior of getting a camera to try and become a photographer isn't energized. You like, you may find that this is just too hard. You know, there's this, 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 all these talks about settings and lighting and exposure and all that is too much. So the creative challenge is in a way very, very real. And a lot of creatives uh, sort of like struggle with self-motivation, myself included. But there's ways that I've been able to just kind of like um, connect above that and really get through to you know like getting what i need done done although i'm still not self-motivated but i still get those things done so we've all heard about the sort of like the 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 dead zone or like the creative block now it's really interesting because currently a lot of people and a lot of a lot of like um, articles and research is just saying like the creative block is something that you made uh, mentally made up it's like a scapegoat that you use to just be like ah you know what, I don't feel like, you know, being creative today, I just got that creative block, man, like, it's just not happening for me, so, um, it's important to just, like, kind of realize that that may not be as real as you think it is, and I was reading the book War of Art, and it really talked about, like, this pro mode, it's not about getting paid for it or whatever, but hitting this pro mode where, like, you will get in there, although you don't feel like getting in there, and understanding that the process starts when you get in there, and, like, it's okay to have it not be perfect or to not even know where you're going with like a certain project or a certain you know um uh like sort of um endeavor that you've started so you may not know where you're going with it. if you start drawing stuff you may not know where you're going but it's important to get in there and accept the imperfections that comes with that now um so creative block it's not really a thing and i, I find a lot of time uh for for a lot of creative people that's like the scapegoat to you know killing their self-motivation so understand that it's just not a thing so it's important and i have this quote here that it doesn't exist but you may feel it but what you have to understand is don't wait around for inspiration you have to create it yourself so inspiration is at the end of the the process so like see like if i want to edit a video for example and i'm like man i just want to get to that end where like the video looks decent enough and i like it right I don't have inspiration at the start, but once I like always, once I start editing in the first five minutes, I'm like, eh, eh, but then I just hit this flow and like the inspirations come through and I'm like, damn, yeah, I'm good. And I edit for like three hours. So whatever, you know, creative thing that you got going, maybe with dancing or whatever, understand that getting started is the hardest part. And once you get started, you get in there and hopefully you can really connect to why you're, you're doing this, you know, this, um, this creative outlet. Then if you're not really connecting it with it, then you might think about actually switching and going to um, try another creative outlet. Because the good thing about being creative is when you're in, when you're doing it, you get this like unbelievable energy that just comes to you 
and you're able to just keep going for hours and hours and hours so if you're not getting that then you might not you might be in the wrong creative outlet or you could you know you could work it back to really understanding you know um your goal system like why are you doing this creative thing like what is it what is the reward to you so again going back to that like reward system and that dopamine understanding this creative thing that i'm doing right now is rewarding me in this way so you go all right cool now i'm motivated to do it because i know it's gonna help me you know um book more shoots it's gonna get me more clients i'm gonna have i'm gonna learn this new technique you know i'm gonna book this gig or whatever so understanding you really like what you're gonna get out of it is gonna help you sort of keep self-motivating and keep going because if you're in it and you don't know what you're in it for you're just gonna be complacent and you're just gonna kind of be going with the flow so i got like some some really nice um quotes and uh words from people that are a lot wiser than me um einstein included (laughs) so he says yeah james webb young is the guy that we're going to start with he says get to know yourself your art through the mechanization of a routine establish a ritual to ensure that you're allocating time to regularly exercise your creativity whether it's 45 minutes a day of writing or two hours a week of editing film experiment with your schedule let it settle into a cycle that best channels your energies and i think that's like a really really good point you have to constantly be feeding that creative energy otherwise it's going to be depleted you know so for example for a lot of people that work in the industry you find that like you're every single time you're shooting something every single time you're making something you're making it for work so the good thing to understand is that you've got to like really prioritize also just having a bit of a play around and making something for no reason just for for, for the fun that you started the art with so and the, the, another point on this is like to exercise your creativity this means man you've got to like You've got to treat it like it's a muscle that needs training on a regular basis, you know. Three times a week, two times a week, one time a week. But you have to have a plan for how you're going to exercise your creativity. For me, I'll give you a little example. Um, watching movies is a, is a, like a really simple, chilled way for me to like um, learn more filmmaking tips and stuff like that. Because I'm just watching a film. It's like the, the way they do their shots, the way they, you know, the camera moves, the action, the sound design, the color, you know, the story everything is constantly just giving me ideas and all that so if i'm like not really not really feeling like doing anything and i want to exercise my creativity i put a movie that's you know like the director has really mastered some of the things that i'm like i want to work on that are my weaknesses so um really knuckle down on what you your schedule um to exercise your creativity to allow you to you know to just replenish that energy all the time and create new channels to keep you going so and to and to stay self-motivated, you know, because you have to do this. You have to get the plan. You gotta sit alone. You gotta work on something. You know, you gotta think about stuff. Yeah, cool. And just a little lovely quote at the bottom of this is like, life is like riding a bicycle. To keep your balance, you must keep moving. And I think this one um, is is so true because like a lot of the time we just want to like stay. We're gonna we don't really want to like we just wanted to find out what it feels like at the end. But like you gotta get going. You gotta get start. And once you get moving. That's when you keep when once that's when you get your balance and you really get into the flow, and that's when you get the outcome. Yeah. So get on that bicycle, keep your balance. You must keep moving. Yeah. All right. So this next one, Albert Einstein, shock. <laughs> so this one is really interesting because it says, drop the expectation that everything you crank out should be of the highest quality. Make a habit of forcing progress and getting results. Even if the end product aren't necessarily up to your standard, creativity isn't about perfection. It's about expression. Artistic invention is messy and raw, and masterpieces require a lot of effort and refinement. 
damn, Albert, kill that. So, in a nutshell, don't expect perfection. And I think this is a trap that we all fall into, where we just want this thing to be spotless, clean, just banging. Nah, get in there. Let it be raw. Let it be just, you know, messy and imperfect. And later on, work on refinement over time. So, you know, it's not about getting it right the first time. It's just about getting in there. Let it be, let it be what it is, but... You must get in there. Creativity isn't about perfection. It's about expression. So that is a form of a goal right there. As long as you're expressing yourself, you should sort of be chilled with that. And then the perfection comes later. But another point is that it requires a lot of effort. So you've got to really work on energizing those efforts because you're going to need that energy. Yeah? Cool. I think we got a uh, last one here. Or second last one. This one says, There is an entire scientific literature literature out there that reaffirms the role of perspiration and discipline in innovation so glorify the mess ups stay invested allow yourself to get more out of the process mistakes are not only necessary but also beautiful and that pile of crumpled up papers littering the base of the trash can is truly a feat to be proud of i have not failed i've just found 10,000 ways that won't work damn once again, same sort of gist. You gotta get in there, get messy. It's okay to fail, and make, let that be the fun part of fucking up. Like I love just getting into some stuff. Like I remember when I was learning uh, to do flips. Everyone be te- you know teaching me techniques and stuff, and I'd be like, yeah, cool. Like I kind of sort of understand it. But the, the the thing that made it so fun, and I think that like really helped me flip, was that I was just keen to get in there and crash. Like I just throw myself in the air and I just fall and I just eat shit but it was all good you know that was a fun part for me uh, i'm sure phil gibbs would would would, uh, would agree with this I'm, I'm known for just crashing shit all the time mainly because it's fun and you know i just you know i don't know what like just for me it's fun so it's just accepting failure like it's not it's not gonna work out all the time but you gotta keep the process going all right last one stick with me here it kind of goes on from the other one in other words innovative ideas don't just happen in isolated bubbles Inspiration is all about being engaged in your craft and maintaining a dynamic, free-flowing dialogue with it. We need exposure to changing environments and atmospheres to widen our horizon, to galvanize the cycle of intellectual stimulation and questioning that's so crucial to developing new insights. This one really, really refers to the topped off and I think it's a good way to kind of like get towards the end of this podcast where topping off that behavior, this is exactly what it's referring to. You need to expose yourself to changing environments and atmospheres to widen your horizon. What this means, you're gonna be you're gonna be open to new challenges, new ideas, new ways of interpreting things, new 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 ways that you you know you could interpret your art. You could try, you could fail. So, I think this last one is like super super important to realize that your environment is super important to keeping yourself motivated. If you're around people that don't give a shit about doing anything or you know pushing themselves you're gonna inherently have that behavior as well so keep in mind that your environment super important get people around you that are about that failure about that trying about that experimentation you know for the sake of just expressing yourself and giving it a go because that's when you you know when you're truly in your craft and you're having a dialogue with your with your craft it's not about having polished sentences it's about having a dialogue a back and forth you know to you know to really end up with something that you know it's a new insight yeah so with the last quote here learn the rules like a pro so you can break them like an artist damn 
bam all right so this one went a lot better than i thought because uh, it was pretty 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 tricky to kind of get my head around all of this stuff but more or less to do a bit of a recap um so you know motivation comes in different forms you know it's, it's, it's an energy that needs to be sustained once you have it you can't always keep it so the two different types that you know kind of is broken down to is intrinsic and extrinsic intrinsic inner extrinsic outer environment all those things now the breakdown that i kind of offered in this one is the behavior breakdown where it's like how behavior gets started is energized sustained directed topped you know so those things it's just like the breakdown of how you can track your emo, uh, your motivation you know and keeping you going and knowing where you're at but also realizing realizing that it's okay to you know to have those days off and to chill out um then we go on to the challenge of the creative you know hitting like the road uh, the creative block which you know for a lot of people right now it doesn't exist it becomes the game of mentality and being able to get in there and just get your hands dirty and just seeing what happens so um if you're a creative and you you know you believe in creative block that bike is too loud so if you're a creative and you you believe in creative block maybe it's time to assess that and really see you know like understand that it's not about maybe your perfection is what's holding you back like forget about it you know just get get in there get messy get get raw and just you know get dirty man so really enjoy that process as well so the well, last thing i'm going to leave this podcast with is like creativity or just self motivation um in general is a muscle so you've got to really work on actioning actions when you get ideas to really train that muscle to react when you want it to um and i did this you know like uh like a bit of this experimentation a while ago where i gave myself the three month vlog challenge where i started i was like i wanted to post a vlog every week when i was learning like filmmaking when i started and i was like god damn i'm shit with schedules and i don't really keep up with them but it was a challenge i gave myself every week i had to post a video and it became so much about just you know um sort of like just failing and trying new things and just you know like just getting in there rather than like waiting for the video to be perfect i post whatever and the funniest thing is the people like i think i post a video that i think yeah, that was pretty good and people be like that was whack and i post something that's like shit and people be like oh my god that was really cool so then like there's this awesome perspective that you don't really get to see unless you really get in there get dirty and output something and then see what happens so yeah so really give yourself challenges and keep on top of your motivation if you're self motivated right now think about ways to top it off if you're not have a think about some goals what do you really want to do you know like what are your creative things that you really wanted to get done and keep that in the front of your mind all right that was fun jeez this coffee kicked in strong too ladies and gentlemen thank you very much for tuning in um you know leave a comment like hit me up on instagram if you know like if you want to keep the conversation going or whatever um i'll be working on the um, next week's topic or the week after so i'll let you guys know on instagram which one it's going to be but yeah let's keep the conversation open let me know what you thought about this one peace kepish yo give me that rating that five star rating the stars of the five thank you very much <laughs> peace au revoir mes amis that was some friend <laughs>